0: this season on more and more every day. Let's do something together every day to be better oral historians. I don't know about you, but I love a daily task, whether it's a writing prompt to get me focused or a quick icebreaker to start class discussion. I love short, easy challenges. That's why this season's 10 minute or so episodes will feature experts, like-minded colleagues, resources, and things I'm learning along the way. But each episode will also end with a prompt— Something you and I can do that day to improve our skills as oral historians. I'm your host, Summer Sherland. Let's do this. What is transcription? Simply put, it's a precise record of the spoken word. When it comes to oral history, though, it's a document created and agreed upon by all parties narrator, interviewer, archivist, and transcriber of what was said and how it was said in an interview. In general, a transcript of an oral history is made available to the public for research purposes, while the audio or video file may have more restrictions placed on it. I've already told you that my first foray into transcribing occurred when I was about 8 years old and obsessed with Neil Diamond. (laughs) Funny enough though, I transcribed a lot of songs. Of course, I just thought I was learning the words. You could really catch me on any summertime afternoon in my little room with my little tape player, hitting pause and play every few seconds and scribbling down the words in my wide-ruled notebook. I loved oldies mostly, but I'm pretty sure I transcribed my fair share of Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, and Def Leppard as well. So when I was in the early stages of learning how to do oral history, and one assignment was to, quote, transcribe a part of an interview— Something about it felt familiar. I pulled up the audio file, secured my headphones to my ears, and I got to work. I'm pretty quick when it comes to typing, and apparently a lifelong transcriber, so how long do you think it took me to transcribe about 15 minutes of audio? Go ahead, take a guess. Honestly, I have no idea how long it took me, but I would bet it took me about an hour to transcribe those 15 minutes. Transcription is no joke. Transcription is expensive. It requires a great deal of skill. And this is why there are dozens of trusted companies who will happily do it for you for a very steep price. Some have a more fair price than others. But you can do it in-house, too. This may be your only option if you're a student or an independent researcher or you haven't yet made arrangements to archive your oral histories. So if it's that time-consuming, if it's so expensive, why do it? Here's what the Columbia University Center for Oral History has to say about that. Quote, The final transcript plays a central role in the oral history record. The recording of an interview preserves details from the moment in time when the interview took place and the oral and visual information embodied in the spoken word that transcripts cannot capture. The relationship between the recording and the transcript gives readers access to myriad facets of meaning. However, the process of transcription and review produces a record that has been fully considered and passed forward to future generations with intention. Most importantly, the narrator has approved both the style and content of the transcription as a basis for public use. For this reason, the Columbia University Center for Oral History encourages readers like us to draw citations and text quotes from the oral history transcript instead of the recording. So while your recording may be the primary source, it's still up to interpretation. And when you create a transcript of the interview in collaboration with your narrator, you both approve this content for public use. It's just one more feature of that shared authority. These next couple of episodes will make heavy use of Nancy McKay's Curating Oral Histories from Interview to Archive. And if this is the part of the oral history process that interests you the most, or if you're going to be spending the most amount of time on the parts after the interview, I really encourage you to take a look at her book. Her second edition of this book was published by Routledge in 2016, and it is a crucial guide for oral historians on the other side of the interview, and I'll also include several free sources in the show notes. Our next couple of challenges are very logistical. Today we're going to create a plan for transcription, and next time we're just going to practice. So we're focusing mostly on the hows of transcribing in these couple of episodes, but in the future, I hope that we'll grapple with some of the more theoretical and complex issues of transcribing in oral history. But let's get started. Today, I'm looking to McKay's chapter on transcription. In her chapter, she writes that a transcript should meet the following criteria, word-for-word account of the recording, it should contain and preserve full interview content, It can be quoted in full or in part when it comes to future use. And she says that it's the best choice for, quote, preservation and access, but it is also the most expensive to create. You can do it, though, and if you're a student or a researcher, it's actually a really great way to learn more about your narrator. It may behoove you to do your own transcribing because through this process, you relive the interview, you revisit key moments, and you recognize quotes or content that will be valuable to your theses, chapters, or arguments. And if you're asking me, and I think you are because you're listening to this podcast, I think you need the following in order to get started for a transcript. You need a clean, clear recording of the interview, and I suggest audio only for this. You don't need to watch, you need to hear. Of course, some experts suggest that you make a copy when you're working for the transcription so that you don't run the risk of messing with the file. Headphones. You need headphones to listen, but a silent room with no distractions will suffice, but I really, really encourage you to use headphones. Headphones. You need a computer with a clean keyboard, no sticky keys, because you're going to be typing as quickly as possible and you don't want your keys to stick. Some sort of method that works for you for pausing and starting the recording. You're going to be pausing sometimes every 15 seconds to write or type what it is that your narrator is saying. And as McKay insists in her chapter, you're going to need, quote, precise instructions in order to do a good job. Well, what does she mean by precise instructions? I don't think she's talking about you need directions on how to type or how to listen or how to pause. No, she wants you to set some guidelines before you begin. How do you plan to handle things like ums or coughs? We're human beings. People don't talk in sound bites. We speak in phrases and meandering sentences. We get our facts and our dates wrong. We have long pauses and awkward silences. We interrupt each other. How do you plan to navigate this in the transcript? McKay is also talking about formatting. You're creating an academic document after all. Are you using some sort of variation of MLA or APA or another formatting style? Baylor University's Oral History Research Center suggests the Chicago Manual of Style. But how will you identify who is speaking and when? Are you gonna use names or initials or first name or last name? And what about timestamps? Are timestamps necessary throughout your transcript? Again, I really encourage you to pick up the McKay book or take a look at some of the sources in our show notes for ideas. For example, the Southern Oral History Program at UNC Chapel Hill has a specific breakdown for margin size, capitalization, punctuation, spacing, etc. Maybe you'll like their approach. So, this is today's challenge create a plan for formatting and working through your transcript. This is essentially important if you plan to do multiple interviews. How do you save your files or format your transcripts so that you can easily find and compare content? Creating this plan will make your life easier. So if you're working with an archive or a community organization, collaborate with others to develop this plan before you begin. And if you're working on your own, come up with the restrictions or the guidelines for your plan before you start launching into your transcripts. We wanna hear from you. Tell us how you did today at SMCC History. Use the hashtag every day on Instagram and Twitter. Our email is historysouthmountain at gmail.com, And I hope you follow us, write a review, or suggest us to a colleague. More and More Every Day is brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project at South Mountain Community College in partnership with the Southwest Oral History Association. Music by Noah Gattel.